Probably, big asterisk above it, the last What You Don't Know About Christmas for this year. My name's Neil. Merry Christmas. And with me, as usual, I've got Oliver. Are you going to cough a hello? Or? No, I think I can just say hello. <laughs> okay. Oliver's really poorly. Uh, should probably explain what's going on, really. Um Oliver's not been very well for quite a long time now. It's just a cold or the flu or something, but yeah, his brain, which doesn't work that well, most times is a little bit more muddled and it's been hard to, um, well, to have you awake long enough to yeah. <laughs> record. So we did have a couple more episodes planned and they are actually recorded it's just that they're a bit long and there's some boring bits in them and just haven't had a chance to edit them out and stuff and we could have brushed and but you know it's it was meant to be fun and it's Christmas. So what I thought I'd do is one final episode where there's loads of like little things that I know that aren't really um big enough for a, a podcast by itself so I've set up a little wheel of fortune thing I'm gonna spin the wheel and there's loads of different titles on there and if it pops up I'm gonna talk about it and we'll go for roughly about half an hour and then can let Oliver crawl back into bed <laughs> okay so oh and Doing all this while drinking. <laughs> I've got an espresso martini in my hand and it's very nice, but the smell of it is making Olive feel sick. So judge me on my parenting there. Right, here we go then. <laughs> One sip of uh, espresso martini. Right, oh, and by the way, we're trying to record it as live as possible, so could get messy. Okay, here we go. Sauna Elf. Right. Any ideas? No, no ideas. Okay, this is in Finland. Um, where... <laughs> They have an elf that lived in the sauna at Christmas. Because uh, having a sauna... Can you imagine? Uh, this is just not on my street. But what fin Finnish families will do is um, all have a little sauna session, a family sauna session together on Christmas Day. And there's an elf that's associated with that as well. I just thought... That wouldn't make my Christmas to be sat round in a sauna with my extended family. No, that would, that would be. I really don't. No, no. When even 
picture it. Right, okay, next. What does that say? Your cap? Yeah, your yeah. cap. Yeah. Any ideas about what this might be? I've heard it, but I cannot remember anything off the top of my head at all. Okay, well this comes from... Topic. Oh my goodness, I've forgotten the name of the place. <laughs> it's just it's a really simple name. Um, the place with Helsinki. <laughs> And volcano. Iceland. Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had two sips of the Martini Espresso, by the way. It's not that. <laughs> Your cat comes from Iceland, like Bjork. And like Bjork, it's a really crazy little bit of folklore. Mm -hmm. So you've heard, you know, you know about the... Folklore figures that, that bring gifts and punish, yes, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's usually to do with being naughty or with perk to cleaning your house, doing your chores, and things. Yeah. Well, this one don't have new clothes for Christmas, mm -hmm. it kills you, right? So it's like an attack on poor people who can't afford clothes, yeah, very weird, but. It does make you appreciate that auntie who you haven't seen for years sending you a soft present every year. Because yeah. those soft presents are always a bit depressing when you're a kid. I don't know. Well, unless you're a little fashion queen like <sighs> you. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Right, okay. Shall we do another one? Yeah. How are you feeling? Uh, awful. <laughs> Read that one. Uh, it was a bit tricky to see. Pickled uh, gherkin. Pickled gherkin. Yeah. <laughs> Any ideas on this one? Uh, something about a story of probably really big pickled gherkin. No. no. That's right. Well, the reason I like this one is because it's like an example of how quickly things can become folklore and for no particular reason. Right. This is a pickled gherkin. It's German. Mm -hmm. Not all parts of Germany, because I've asked some German people and they've never heard of it, but some parts of Germany, they have a tree ornament that is a gherkin. Right. And you buy one and you put it on the tree. Yeah. And you kind of hide it on the tree mm. and then um, when you come to open your presents the person who finds the pickled gherkin on the tree gets an extra special present right so it's like winning a prize on yeah. it and um, the folklore well <laughs> the, the, the truth behind it is there's no like sort of huge tradition that sprung up sprung up what it was, was a um, department store that one year went for doing food as little tree ornaments. So they had all sorts of other vegetables right. and things as well. Uh, and the pickled gherkin was one of them. But for some reason it wasn't as popular. Probably because it's not very pretty, I would no. imagine. Um, and so 
as a way of um, shifting all these pickled gherkins, they came up with that idea, and that is like right. become folklore, but it's actually just a marketing campaign, really, which is quite yeah. yeah, I quite like that one. Yeah. Um, right. Let's have another guy. Chris Tingle. That is really handy that this one came <laughs> up next because they're kind of, they're sort of related in a sense. Right. Do you know what Chris Tingle is? I think we've been to a Chris Tingle service. Yeah. I, when you were at preschool. I don't think I have no memory of it, but uh. the name sounds very vaguely. Well, do you remember walking down the aisle of a church with a orange with a candle in it? Yes, but that was only because of Ab Kesselby. Oh, it was school, was it? Yeah. yeah well, that's yeah. Chris Tingle right. thing. It's an orange with a candle in it and cloves and a red ribbon tied around it. Yeah, we normally do um, raisins. Raisins, <laughs> yeah. yeah, some people do raisins. I've seen dolly mixtures on there as well. Right, But only ever yeah. dolly mixtures, well, no other... It's yeah, not like they put it, Haribo on. It's quite interesting because uh, well, I think the first two years I did it, I did it with a real candle and then... I'm guessing health and safety got even stricter because the next year it was just a an electric candle. So like on my last year, you seriously don't remember what? why why they switched to electric candles? Well, obviously because someone set fire to something or their cells. You don't remember who it was? No. Must have been the concussion when the flaming rafter okay. hit you on the head. Yeah. Fourteen people, Oliver. <laughs> this is a joke, by the way. Yeah, it's a joke. Um, oh, right, OK. Yeah, so Chris Tingle seems like it's probably an old... I mean, it's in a church. What are you going to think? You're going to yeah. think it's an old tradition. But actually, this might be old for you, but it's only from the 60s. Yeah. And all the, like... Things that grew up around it, like yeah. the red cross is meant to be, um, I think I might have got this wrong. Oh, by the way, I haven't researched any of this. It's all just stuff that I know from my head. I thought that would be the fun bit of it. The red cross around the orange, the red ribbon yeah. that goes around the orange is meant to be like the cross of Christ covering the world yeah. and all the other stuff has meanings as well. But they're all kind of really been retrofitted to just having something that's really easy to carry down the island. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there you go, that's Chris Tingle. Not right. as ancient and churchy as you no. might think. It's not the greatest to hold though, because did you do it with cocktail sticks though as well? I don't think I've ever done it. I think I might right. have made one at school, but I don't think we yeah, ever did we, the service like bit. A time where it was like with cocktail sticks, so you could hold it from the bottom but couldn't get too far up, or you'd just stab yourself. Yeah, I do remember them being like a bit like hot. weird grenades. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay, I probably blanked it out too. Yeah, we <laughs> set the church on fire. Christmas werewolf, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't, this is a, a quick one, really. Um, I don't know if you're aware, but if you're born on Christmas Day, 
you're going to be a werewolf. Right. That's your destiny. That's Italian, I think. That might need to be checked. I think it's an Italian tradition. Yeah, because the reasoning is it's kind of a bit offensive to steal Jesus' limelight. Yeah. So, I mean, poor baby didn't have a choice, but it will be a wolf unless you manage to wait for the first full moon when little baby turns into a little baby wee wolf and you have to make it bleed from the forehead. Right. Don't know why. Interesting tradition. Yeah. I'm wondering how many babies got poked in the head when they were born on Christmas Day. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay. Is that everything or some more? What, for the werewolf thing? Uh, no, I mean for the circle. I can't remember how many we've done. Um, I've got one, two, three, four, five left. Right. And how long have we been going for? I have no idea. Oh, you've got it. Yep. In bars. 13 minutes. Not bad. Should probably cut that big gap out there, though, where we paused to like yeah. go, uh, 13 minutes. Right, here we go. Next spin. Christmas candles. Right. Trying to think of what I mean here. I know. Yeah, the other, it's another one from Finland, and I think this one's like really lovely. You know, um, talking like in pagan times when it's all about like death and the the solstice is about death and yeah. uh, remembering relatives and things like that. Yeah. Uh, well, in um, Finland, there's a tradition that um, on Christmas Day or Christmas night you go uh, to the grave of um, your relatives and um, people that you've lost previously and light candles so on christmas night if you go past a finished graveyard it's yeah. just all beautifully lit up oh, with wow. candles so that, i just thought that was a really lovely image yeah. and a really nice way to include someone who's died in um in the christmas traditions right next one let's have a spin Now, you're dyslexic, so I'd really like you to read this one. Uh, Christmas Krampus. No. No? <laughs> Christmas Carp. I wanted you to say crap. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought you'd missed out the S. <laughs> it was Cramp. Uh, <laughs> Christmas Carp. This, I mean, this is just one of those like things that I think if you're in the culture, you won't find it weird at all although i do know that this tradition is is sort of dwindling a bit right um in uh the czech republic the traditional christmas meal is carp right and they like the carp to be very fresh so what you do is you go to the market and you pick your carp and your carp is still alive and you take your carp home. Do you know how big carps are? Um, like a 
half at arm's length, aren't they? No, I'd say that it's slightly bigger than that. They're like oh. almost, they can be like a meter long. I would say. Right, I, I meant like two arms held out. Oh, you mean like a wingspan? Wingspan, yeah. <laughs> uh, a bit smaller than that, but yeah, pretty big. Yeah. So where are you going to put it when it's alive? Um, table. It's alive, and you want to keep it alive. Uh, bathtub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for a few days around Christmas, you have a cop living in your bath. <laughs> right. And then, after that, you um, get it out, prepare it, and then the scales, some people keep the scales in their purse because it's thought to be a sign of uh, good luck and good fortune that will bring you money. Right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And I've got this vague inkling that there's another tradition that is the Czech Republic that is um, at the Christmas dinner, nobody sits with their back to the door. So if you're down at, if you sit down at the table, yeah. nobody's back. Everybody should be able to see the door, basically. Right. Because um, if you are the one sat, Closest to the door, mm -hmm. it means you're gonna die. In our first house, to die. Like everyone would have died. I think there's no place at our table that isn't facing some kind of door. No, it's just one position where every door would be. You'd have your back to every door. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay, next one. Yule lads. Right. Heard of them? Uh, yeah. Don't know where from. Okay, well, these are Icelandic, and for the sake of transparency, I am going to look at a list of them for this that I already right. had, because... <laughs> I've got no way of remembering 30. I mean, I, I'm bad enough for remembering Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen and all that. I'm never going to remember this. So, the Yule Lads are um, Icelandic again. And they are the children of uh, another couple of um, celebrity folklore monsters. That right. I, I just can't remember the names of, so I'm not going to go there. But... They initially started off, there's um, 13 of them uh, for the um, 13 nights before Christmas. Um, and the um, they used to be very like scary, sinister monsters, but they've kind of had the edges smoothed a bit, and now they've just sort of dwindled down to be pains in the arse type things that also bring presents to children. They'll leave present on the windowsill. Right. Um, but it, the the great thing about the Yule Lads is the name. It's kind of got Seven Dwarfs vibe. There's um, Sheep Coated Clod. He tries, a little bit gross here, to suckle ewes in the farmer's sheep sheds. Right. I am not explaining suckling if you don't know well, what it I, is. Well, I know what it is. Okay, yeah. great. There's Gully Gork. He steals um, 
the like foamy bit from the um, buckets of cow's milk. As you can see, very rural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's Stubby. He's called Stubby because he's Stubby. Right. <laughs> and he steals stuff out of frying pans. So don't leave your sausages in there. Although, we'll get on to another one that likes sausages anyway. Spoon Licker. Can you guess what he does? Uh, licks forks, definitely. Almost yeah. right, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, pot Scraper, or Pot Licker. Again, he steals the unwashed pots and licks them clean. Yeah. I'm just wondering if he puts them back in the cupboard after he's done it. So mm. you're like, ooh, the helpful elves have washed up. <laughs> um, bowl liquor. Right. Um, he steals... This is a little specific to um, Iceland, but um, there's like a old traditional habit of putting a bowl of food under your bed for having a little snack when you wake up in the middle of the night. Oh, that's actually quite... No, don't do it. You I'm don't clean your room to... out enough to hide food under your bed. I'm not going to do that. I just mean... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he steals the food out of that bowl. Mm. Uh, door slammer. Right. Slams the doors. He does. Yeah. You are getting good at this. Skier gobbler. Right. Do you know what skier is? No. Have you not heard of it? No, I don't think so. It got a little popular maybe a couple of years ago. It's a type of yoghurt. It's a very thick yoghurt. Right. That is like an Icelandic staple, really. Um, they love their skier, and so skier gobbler gobbles that. Sausage Swiper steals the sausages. Yeah. Okay, this is this gets a little uh, creepier now. Window Peeper. He likes to peep in through your windows, but he's not pervy. He's more interested in stealing the stuff that he sees. Right. So it's just, you know, a thief case in the joint, basically. Door sniffer. Yeah. He um, has a big nose and he likes to steal baked goods. I'm guessing he sniffs at the door to see if you're baking. Yeah. Um, meat hook. He just steals meat. Yeah. And candle beggar. Who doesn't beg for the candles, he steals them as well. Right. Um, and we've helpfully made a little note here, but I, I guess this applies to most places where it gets dark. But, oh, Iceland gets darker longer, I suppose, but yeah. that's quite a valuable thing to be stealing. It yeah. kind of shows the importance of candles because um, they're like, you know, these are mischievous things that cause inconvenience. So. Yeah. And that. Is the Yule Lads. Okay, so... We're flying through them. How long have we got? 23 minutes. Oh, we might just, like, finish a nice timing on this. Right. Okay, we're down to two now. We've got Crappy Christmas and La Bafina. Which one do you think is going to come up? I... And you have to do the washing up if you get it wrong. 
Labifina. I can't even okay. pronounce it. Why'd you pick it then? You could have just said cra- Oh, because you're too pushed to say crappy. <laughs> and what have we got? Right, great. Crappy Christmas. I love this one. This... Oh, I can't remember the actual Spanish for it. I think it's Cagatillo. Um, well, it's in uh, regional Spain that is Catalonia. Right. And it's a really beautiful tradition. What you do is you bring in a log, you know, kind of like the Yule log situation. Yeah. Um, but he's got a little smiley face on and a couple of eyes. Right. And people sort of stick sticks at the front, so he's stood up on his two front legs, kind of. Yeah. And um, you bring him into the house, and um, you cover his back end with a blanket. Some people do that straight away. Some people wait until they need the blanket. Um, and you feed him things, I think from December the 8th. You feed him. So right. you put bowls of food down in front of him and he somehow magically eats them because it's always gone when the children look again so he must have eaten it. Yeah. Um, and what happens is <laughs> so you keep feeding him and it's almost like farmers feed pigs and chickens and things. Like you try to fatten him up. Right. But you're not going to kill him and cook him. You're going to encourage him to do a massive shit. Right. <laughs> but you don't. You want him to shit presents. So? Yeah. I mean, what's the best way to train a log, do you know? Um... No. Threaten it with violence. So what you do is, and make it sound good, you um, get a stick. I've seen some people, I've been looking at lots of families film this. Right. Um, <laughs> some of them wet the stick. I, I honestly don't know what that's about. But some of them wet the stick, not all of them do. And then they sing this song, which is basically... If you don't shit, I'm going to hit you with a stick. Right. <laughs> and they hit it with a stick until it shits out all the presents. Cool. Yeah, that's interesting way of doing it. Actually. It's very different to Just a stocking or a pillowcase, isn't it? Yeah. Does sound fun, though. Yeah. So Did you want to do that this year instead? <laughs> Getting next year, to come. it's a bit too late for this year, but maybe next year. We've got logs. Yeah, tons. Yeah. Right, okay, let's get... Well, we know what it's going to be. She'll just spin it anyway. Uh, yeah. For that clicky-clacky noise. Oh, it started again, so we can't do that. So, <laughs> it says pickled gherkin, but we're going with La Befina. Yep. Right. La know anything about her? What? Do you know anything about her? <laughs> uh, no, not really. The espresso martini might be working now. Yes. I'm well, just going to have a little sip now. You're going more northern, which means you get more drunk <laughs> as well, because you've lax and 
Oh, yeah, come proper hammered. Yeah. Right, um... Oh, Northern has come back now, because you've yeah. mentioned it. Um, La Bafina. A little bit like Perkta. But not quite as scary, not quite as mean. But she is a witch from Italy. And she's the one in Italy that delivers the presents. She has a very interesting story, which is a little similar to Perkta as well, but the, well, the themes around it are. So, La Befina in Italy, remember? Yeah. Is doing housework. Um, she's busy uh, sweeping the step. And these three guys come past. And they're like, Hiya, Bethina. We're just off to see uh, the newborn king. We're kings, so we thought it'd be appropriate to go and see him. Do right. you want to come with? And she's like, oh, lads, I've got to sweep my step. I can't. So she gets on with sweeping a step. And the three kings go off to see the baby Jesus. Yeah. Um, and, like, she's filled with remorse. After that, like she's like, why did I say I'd clean my step when I could have been meeting Jesus Christ Superstar? Could have got my tickets to that show and everything. Um, so, what happened was, Bethina started... It sounds like she needed some help, really, and no one helped her. But she started running from house to house looking for the baby Jesus that she'd missed. And whenever she saw a baby or a child, she'd leave him a little present. Right. And she flies around on a stick. I don't know how the flying bit happened, but the broomstick is because she was sweeping. Yeah. And that is La Bafina. Kind of similar themes to Perkta, apart from this time, the moral is almost like, don't do your housework. Go and have a nice time with Jesus. Right. And that is every single one of the little spinning discs. I can see you're suffering. Um, yeah. So that just remains for me to say Merry Christmas. It's Christmas Eve we're recording this as well. It's actually because we're aiming to get it out today. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully... I'll be saying this on Christmas Eve to you. So have a lovely Christmas. Um, thank you so much for listening. We've got loads of people from different places now. I've got India, New York. I've got Wales, which I'm really glad to have Wales. That sounded like I was disappointed with Wales. <laughs> I'm really glad to have Wales. But I haven't got Scotland and Northern Ireland. So if you know someone... Just message them, just play the podcast. You don't even have to listen. I just want to make my map coloured in on all the bits of the UK. Um, I've got a sub stack where I've been writing stuff. Some more bits might pop up there. Um, and just check the... Um, there's no sources this time because this was all pulled out of my head. So there should be a big asterisk on a lot of the facts. Feel free to write in and correct me. I, I, I'm totally up for that. Um, Merry Christmas. Um, 
keep the feed going because I'm thinking of doing something else as well. Maybe something to do with Valentine's Day, but just not Valentine's Day. It might be something Valentine's adjacent. Uh, so stay tuned. There may be a chance we drop those other two dodgy Christmas episodes um, in between Christmas and New Year. But I'm not making any promises on that. So this is officially the last one. Thank you for listening. Bye. Say bye, Oliver. Bye. Bye. Yeah.